From the DMZ to the NATO front, this is CRN. Welcome to the Lightning Round. Welcome. Well, hello, and welcome to the Dave Kirshner Lightning Round Podcast. I am your host. This is quick hit number six, and quick hits are a, a means for me to talk about one topic, and it's usually eh, 10, 15 minutes or less. And so I had just finished recording my uh, episode 130 Jack Assery show. And when I checked the time, I was at about 45 minutes. So I didn't have time to cover this. So I thought, you know what, this is the perfect uh, topic to cover uh, in a quick hit. So what I was talking about in that episode was how, uh, um, or what I hinted at, I should say, is that uh, at least early in the, when I did the original intro, I I hinted at uh, the Democrats, uh, Pelosi, Schumer, uh, Obama, um, the powers that be, Clinton, they all played the long con. And it started with the Clinton loss in the 2016 election. Um, and, and so I've been taking notes and I've kind of cobbled together a timeline that I think has uh, or is accurately reflecting what we're seeing today. Um, so the first thing that the first thing on that timeline is the Clinton loss. Okay, the left was apoplectic. They didn't know what to do. Hillary was supposed to be a shoe in the first female president, all that shit. Well, the FBI didn't do a good enough job covering up the email server scandal, and news got out, and word got out. So. A lot of people were turned off by that. A lot of people already didn't like her as a candidate. Uh, they found her to be cold and calculating and uh, just she did not present herself as a good, viable candidate. And she took a lot for granted. She did not canvas the country. She, she relied heavily on these deep blue states Um, and she relied on historical precedent, which was the, the blue wall of Illinois and, uh, Pennsylvania and, uh, some other states, Arizona for a while there. Um, she was banking on those states being blue. So when you do the math, that gave her over 270 electoral votes. Well, those states flipped. Michigan was one of them. Um, so it all started then. And even during the run-up to the 2016 election, you had politicians standing at a podium like a Jeb Bush who said there will be a pandemic in the next uh, presidential uh, window, 2017 to 2021, which is when Trump was in office. He said it. During a debate 
in front of a live national television, television audience. And then lo and behold, the pandemic in February and March of 2020 fell into their lap. Go figure. There happened to be a release from the Wuhan lab, which we now know is true and factual. They tried to squash that. They didn't want anybody to know that it came from a lab that the United States was funding the research for. So that lab leak was in, uh, I believe it was October or November of 2019. 2019. And then by February and March of 2020, it's now a global pandemic. Well, the symptoms for that were basically the flu. But they hyped it up and caused such a hysteria that Trump couldn't do anything except take the word of these people that were supposed to be experts in the scientific community, like a Dr. Fauci, who was, in my opinion, a plant for the left. So what you have, you have the pandemic falls into their lap, um, and then being good Democrats that they are, they never let a good crisis go to waste. So then they use the pandemic, learning the lessons from 2016, to change election law and say it's because of COVID. It's because of the pandemic. It's because of the coronavirus. So they have changes to how absentee ballots are counted and, and how they are uh, considered valid. They have... Uh, implemented these drop boxes. And th those things, those election law changes, particularly in uh, states that went from blue to red for Donald Trump, suddenly had a lot of voting irregularities. They found trunks of ballots. They uh, kicked uh, poll watchers out if they were from the GOP party. Um, they fought tooth and nail in the court of law to, and, and used Donald Trump's erratic behavior against him in a court of law when they went and cherry-picked judges to, to hear the cases that ultimately got thrown out. Well, now that Trump's been out of office and the election is over three years old, um, we're starting to see, oh, well... Maybe Trump was right. Maybe the Republicans were right. Maybe all the people that they have uh, been pointing fingers at and laughing and calling conspiracy theorists, maybe they were right. So they've, they've used the pandemic to loosen the laws around uh, absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, um, the drop boxes, okay? Then they set a trap. And this trap, again, was designed to catch anybody that was on the political right, whether they were MAGA supporters, whether or not it was Donald Trump uh, sycophants, whether or not it was just passive Republicans. And I will tell you this, I almost went to D.C. on January 6th. I could potentially have been one of those people that is now being sought after by the FBI and... I could have lost my job. I could have, you know, a lot of bad things could have happened to me 
because we didn't know about 2,000 mules and the geo-tracking with the cell phones, which is how they know exactly who was where in, in the Capitol building. So, you know, be careful with, you know, attending things or, or being present at things where there's the potential for things to go sideways. That's my one little warning for you. But here's where they set the trap. They knew Donald Trump was going to have a rally as they were certifying the vote. He had announced it. So this is what the Dems did. They planted federal agents in the crowd, possibly a Ray Epps uh, and definitely others, to basically foment and incite the crowd to, quote-unquote, storm the Capitol. And Trump supporters fell right into the trap. And that allowed them to go after Trump to preclude him from being able to run from pre for president in 2024. And here's how it happened. So the, the Capitol Police make numerous requests. And the one person who's in charge of safety and security of the Capitol is Nancy Pelosi. And Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. She's number three on the presidential list. President, Vice President Pelosi. Okay, that's where the Speaker of the House is. She repeatedly denies requests from the Capitol Police for National Guard reinforcements. She denies their request for extra manpower. She denies their request for extra barricades. And she did it on purpose because they were going to plant federal agents to incite the mob. And she pulled it off. She and Chuck Schumer and Barry, they all pulled it off for the benefit of the illegitimate fraudulently elected numbnut. I'm sure he probably had no idea what was going on. They couldn't trust that rambling idiot. So they probably did all of this on their own. So now they've planted federal agents to incite the crowd. The crowd responds to those agents and goes into the Capitol. And the video that they're showing, um, well, I guess I should say those those two factors, the, 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 the election law changes during the 2020 election and the trap that they set in January of 2021 allowed them to say, hey, look, we're, the, we're, we're peaceful. This is supposed to be a peaceful transition of power. Elections have consequences. This was a 100% legitimate uh, election. Look, just look at the crazies that are over there storming the Capitol. We haven't had anything like that, some sort of insurrection like that, since the War of 1812. We haven't had any kind of discord like that since the Civil War. We haven't had anything like that since segregation in the Civil Rights Act during the 60s. And you pick a point in American history where bad things happened and it was all about saving the democracy. And the left used it to paint the right. Okay? So they use these events for the Democrats to be able to stand up there with a straight face and say, nope, this election is 100% legitimate and we are simply trying to perform our elected duties and certify the vote and begin the process for the peaceful transition of power from President Trump to President illegitimate-elect Biden. But that's not it. Because they planted the federal agents, 
that allowed them, because they retained control of the House and the Senate after the Trump election, uh, or the, uh, the 2020 election. So by retaining the undercard, if you will, this allowed them to convene the special select committee for the January 6th insurrection. And they only convened that so that they could then refer criminal charges to the Department of Justice against Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump's actions and words on January 6th don't seem to give any credence to this line of BS that the left is trying to perpetuate. He said, go peacefully protest. He said, exercise your rights. He did not say, storm the Capitol. He didn't even hint at that. But that's what the undercover federal agents were for, dressed as Trump supporters. So then the select committee goes in and cherry picks the various pieces of video from inside the Capitol with the help of a television show producer where they also added in crowd noise when there was none. So if you watch the video of people when they first break into the uh, the house or uh, uh, um, the, the Capitol building, it sounds like there's a riot. But when you watch the unedited video, it's just people talking to themselves. Crazy, huh? We are now hearing that when specifically asked the chairman of this of this select committee, hey, why did you not show the American people the full unedited clip of the QAnon shaman being escorted through the Capitol peacefully, not destroying anything? He's just walking through the Capitol. He's got two uh, Capitol police officers with him. They're opening doors for him. Why did you not show any of this only showing him standing in the Senate chambers where the president gives the State of the Union? Only shows him leading a prayer or, you know, why not show any of this other stuff? Because for the so many hours that he was in there, you know, 58 minutes of the 60 minutes, I'm, I'm throwing a number out there as an example, 58 minutes of the 60 minutes, it was just him walking around just being escorted around. He walked past nine police officers and they said hi. And he was dressed in a fur hat with Viking horns and a red, white, and blue painted face, shirtless, wearing a backpack. And you know what the chairman of the select committee said? Well, we had staff go through the video. We didn't really see much of the video except what was given to us to kind of present our case. No, no shit. This is what they're doing. They're selectively choosing the information so that they can paint anybody on the right as being some sort of violent insurrectionist. When 99% of the time that people were in the Capitol, nothing happened. They went on uh, unsupervised sightseeing tours. They went and took pictures. They went and took video. Nobody smashed anything. The people that are smashing things can't be found mysteriously. And when McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson the video, because that's the video is 100% under his control. So when the select committee is looking at video, the person controlling the video that they were able to watch and see and ana analyze and build their case was Nancy Pelosi. Do you think they, that she gave the select committee 
potentially exculpatory information that proves that these people didn't do anything wrong? No! She gave them the video that allowed them to build a case to keep Trump from being able to run for the White House in 2024. And of course, the president-elect illegitimate numbnut, he played that up. As, oh, every time you get him on TV and you talk about January 6th, you violent insurrection, violent insurrection, mainstream media practically played on a loop the video that the January 6th committee deemed uh, worthy of the American people to be able to see instead of all of the video that proved that the January 6th committee was a farce. And it's this kind of shit. Now that these prisoners and their families who were not in jail obviously have seen this reporting by Tucker Carlson and they're able to say, hey, look, this video wasn't allowed, wasn't given to us. This proves that they didn't do anything. They just walked through the Capitol. We didn't do anything, you know, but these people are sitting in jail. And now you're going to start seeing a lot of appeals. But all of this was set up by the left. And I believe it started with the loss by Hillary Clinton. It gave them four years to come up with various schemes and plans to trap Donald Trump and his supporters in an effort to keep him from being able to become president again. They knew the pandemic was coming. It had been broadcast in 2016 by Jeb Bush and others in the uh, the scientific community. They, they were coming out and saying there will be a pandemic. Something's going to happen. We know something's going to happen. And lo and behold, it shows up in an election year, and then they have a, a sycophant. They have a Democrat operative planted in Dr. Fauci, who is basically leading not only the Trump administration, but the country and, I dare say, the world astray. Because they are doing everything that they power, in their power, to wreck these Democrat uh, countries, or Democratic countries, I should say, so that they can bring in their brand of the Great Reset, to bring in their goals at the World Economic Forum for whether it be climate change, whether it be uh, digital currency, they want 100% control over your life. And when they got Trump, they knew, hey, we need to kick this stuff into high gear. We cannot control this guy. And here's what we're going to need to do. And they had four years to plan it. And they damn near pulled it all off uh, without any hiccups, except for the fact that the people on the right would not let it go. They just kept hammering away and hammering away, saying, no, this is not true. No, this is not true. And then here's where things get interesting. You get the midterms in the United States and the Republicans regain control of the House. And now... We're able to start untying all of those pretty little bows that the left has been putting on the Republican necks to say, oh, look, here's an insurrectionist. Oh, here's a, a climate denier. Oh, here's an election denier. And all of these bows are starting to get untied and the truth is starting to get out and the left is losing their mind. 
I have no idea what's going to happen in the 2024 election, but you can bet your butt that it's going to be real interesting. So pay attention. And if you can, volunteer your time and your eyes to watch these leftists like a hawk at the polling stations and watch these guys like a hawk as they're tabulating votes. All right, folks, that's the quick hit. And uh, I hope you have a good weekend. We'll be back on Wednesday with a preparedness show. Uh, plenty to talk about there. It's plenty to prepare for now with the Chinese spy uh, spy balloons and and uh, ecological disasters. So we're going to be talking some more about those things, I'm sure. Uh, so be good, stay safe, keep your head on a swivel. I'm out. Happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.